Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Full disclaimer. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Rick Schaefer in Northwest Arkansas. Randy Rainwater's out tonight, and he, we are, he is replaced tonight by David Basil, who's working 13 and a half hour days just to be on <laughs> Drive Time Sports tonight. That's fantastic. Thank you, for David, David, for doing that. Rick, uh, great to be here with you. You and I go back to uh, 1981. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, we have, listen, you're, you're just doing such a great job on Tuesday mornings. Uh, brought to you by Edwards Food Giant every Tuesday, and uh, we we're a different kind of show in the morning. We we yeah. we talk sports, but we also do we're, we're a little bit more sports entertainment and such. But you do a great job. People don't realize because there's so much sports talk on Drive Time. You're the knowledge that you have in sports, which is outstanding. Baseball, football, all that. But your pop culture is outstanding. You've done a great job. We've been really shocked to find out how much you do know of pop culture. Well, I tell you, my favorite moment was I was on with uh, Tommy Smith. I don't know when you, if you were on with him then or not. Oh, yes. Were. Yes. And uh, we started talking about 60s songs, and I said, well, Tommy, who sang My Boomerang Won't Come Back? I remember. I remember that. Know. Yes. He didn't know. It was Charlie Drake. He it, didn't know. It that was shocker. Time. It was sh- yeah. You stumped Tommy, which is not easy to do. Not <laughs> easy. Well, it has to be after 1964 <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was 63. Listen, Gee. his sweet spot, uh, Rick, for, uh, for, for Razorback sports and music, sweet spot is really the 70s. He's all over the 70s and yeah. early 80s. He, you don't want to get in the contest with him. Yeah. Um, no, I, I would. In fact, when I was saying earlier that you played the Everly Brothers and Fleetwood Mac, you also played one from later than that. Could have been 80s or 90s, and I didn't have a clue what that one was. So. <laughs> well, I did want to bring up, uh, obviously, big weekend. You got the Hawks tomorrow at one, yeah. uh, 12 o'clock with uh, yeah. Razorbacks versus uh, South Carolina. You got four great NFL games, but you've got a massive gymnastics match yeah. tonight in Tuscaloosa. I knew you might want to talk about that because you know the coach well, and uh, you cover a lot of sports that uh, beyond football, basketball, and baseball. Alabama's number three, Arkansas's number four. I I believe this is the first time Arkansas has ever been in a top five matchup. It, actually, it actually, it, it has happened before. It's 2012. Okay. 2012, which I didn't realize we were that good in 2012. Well. The, the first gym, when gymnastics started, there was a couple, the cooks, that came in, um, uh, husband and wife at the time. Uh, they, it didn't stay that way while they were at Arkansas, unfortunately, but uh, they were coaching the program, and they had come in from, I, I want to say Stanford, where they'd done really well. And so uh, they came in, got the program started, and so I, I can see where maybe in 12 or somewhere in there, after they'd been here a while, that they really got it going. And then it, and it kind of went downhill before the current coach came in. And so uh, she's really got it going right now. Do you remember, Rick, extra credit, if you could tell me, who was the team? Uh, Razorbacks were third in the country in, ni- in 2012. What team was number five that came in and knocked off the Razorbacks in Fayetteville? In gymnastics? In gymnastics. <laughs> extra credit if you get this. Well, I'll give you a hint. It's nearby. It's nearby. It's, Oklahoma? Look at you. See, that's all it took. Number five, Oklahoma. Because well, I know they have good gymnastics. That's right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, obviously, uh, Arkansas is number four, Alabama is number three, and people go, yeah. well, you know, listen, Baz, you know, we don't really care about gymnastics. Here's my thought. First of all, if, if you got a hog on it and you're playing well, I'm paying attention. Yeah. You you got you have a top five program. Yeah. And I will say this for any program, just like Harding University that just won the national championship in Division Two. If you're in the state of Arkansas and you're nationally ranked, I'm going to pay attention to give you respect. Sure. Uh, but but uh, so how many times has Alabama won the national championship in gymnastics? You want to take a shot at that? Oh, I'd just be guessing, but sure. I don't know, three or four. Uh, six. 
So wow. listen to this. 88, 91, 96, 2002, 11, 12, and 9 SEC titles. So they're really have, they, almost like football. They have been a dominant team. Jordan Weaver, obviously the coach for Arkansas, has done a great job. And, um, and I know Kevin Trainer is a big supporter of gymnastics. Mm-hmm. I know Barnhill Arena, I, I'm glad to see that place being turned into something special. Uh, for gymnastics because it needs to be. It's such a great uh, arena, the way it's built, the way it's set up. We were talking about John Conkak and the and Houston, how we used to play those teams there yeah. and how electric the atmosphere was. So uh, th- this one, of course, tonight at 6.30, matter of fact, begins in about 15 minutes, is in Tuscaloosa. Well, and, and you're right. If teams are top five, that's why, I don't know if they got to the top five, but that's why softball, I think, has uh, caught on so much in Arkansas and so many of the other sports as well. The, the one sport, unfortunately, that doesn't get the uh, attention it deserves and always has deserved is track. Yep. Because when yep. John McDonald was here, and as sports information director at the time, I, I heard some complaints uh, from John about you know his team, and it was always about the team. The team didn't get recognition, but uh, John deserved a lot too. Yeah, probably the greatest coach in the history yep. of, uh, of of anything. And so, uh, and their track still is very good. So I need to bring this up because I forgot the other day. So I go to the gym two, three times a week, and uh, once a week I work out with Ruben Reina. Yes, and you know Ruben. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he's my my trainer. Well, he was a great track star at the University of Arkansas. His son now runs at the University of Arkansas. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. His son ran a sub-four-minute indoor mile this past weekend at, at the UA uh, tur- Track Invitational. Reuben and his son are one of 15 father-son combinations in the history of the world to both break four minutes in the mile. I, I saw that, Rick. That's a, uh, that is an amazing accomplishment. And Ruben's such a great guy, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, but, yeah, you said 15 all-time. In the whole world. In the whole world. We're not, we're not talking about America. We're not talking about Razor. We're talking about the whole world. Yeah, 15 father-sons have broken the four-minute mile. Yeah, and you're right. You know, I think we've, we've grown numb to their success. You know that they, they they just keep doing this year after year, and it, it, I think it may be you can make. I mentioned we mentioned earlier you got it right about UCLA that the '88 game winning streak being broken um, on this day, not back in 1974. But, but that uh, was it. They 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 end up winning it anyway. They that's right. But I'm not so sure the most dominant run probably in any sport in college is, is the track national championship run of John McDonald. Wouldn't you say? Oh, I mean, pretty forty two championships. And yeah, they, they've stripped him of two, which is ridiculous. I didn't know uh, that. I didn't know yeah. that. What was that about? Yeah, it's forty. It's uh, oh Tyson Gay because of some transcript from junior college. Oh he was wow. On the teams and I think one of the teams he was on. I'm not sure he even scored or they would have won without him. Uh, but you know the NCAA was always after John because he so dominated uh, track. But you think about that. I, I've often said that if Jesus hadn't come back in 500 years and the archaeologists are digging around and they find us, well, this guy says 42 national championships. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so, it's crazy. We'll it is crazy. I did want to say too. Uh, in addition to that, uh, you know, significant sports this weekend with four great uh, NFL games. Today, yeah. today, I wanted to ask you, because you do know pop culture, Dolly Parton and Janis Joplin both having birthdays. Who do you think is more iconic, Janis Joplin or Dolly oh, Parton? Dolly Parton. I think so. Well, Janis Joplin died at an that, early age. That's exactly I right. She, I think she was into drugs, and, you know, I think that uh, Dolly Parton's kept that pure image yep. uh, throughout her career. She was in movies. I don't think Janis Joplin was ever in movies. No, she, was, she died at, what, 27. Now, extra credit yeah. for this, Rick. Extra okay. credit. I'm turning this question. Uh-oh. I'm turning the curve into a sports question. Okay. Who did she share a high school classroom with uh, uh, in Texas? Oh, gosh. Come on. Come uh, on. You're going to tell me. I'm going to say that's right uh, because they're, uh, they're in the same yearbook together. You want me to give you a hint? Yeah. There is an Arkansas connection. Oh, gosh. I, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. He turned out to be one of the great uh, coaches in both NFL and college history. Both. Well, let's see. There's only three guys in the history of the game of football that have won Super Bowls and national championships in, in college football. Who are they? Well, you know, it's Jimmy Johnson. That is correct. That is the answer. He was a high school teammate of Jimmy Johnson. Okay. He, was a, he was a high school yeah. classmate of Janis okay. Joplin. How wow. crazy is that? Isn't that something? Is that not still going? He outlasted everybody a long time. <laughs> he did. Of course, did you, you were... see him at halftime of their game? 
The Cowboy game that they lost to Green Bay. I did Bay. not see him. I did not see it. Oh, he it's got mad. He got mad. Twenty-seven to seven. He starts. Oh, I saw. It. I did it. see that. I don't that. know if somebody said, "Hey, Jimmy, what would you say in the dressing room?" <laughs> he did. That's what they did. He did it he just did. like he was the coach. He was. He was mad. And, uh, yes. Yeah, it didn't didn't help him at all. But. Who Who were the other two, uh, Rick, who have won college championships and national championships? Jerry Switzer and, and Pete Carroll. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. I had somebody. All call, of whom have Arkansas ties. Of course, I had somebody call in and say, uh, "Is Pete Carroll the last?" of the Brule's uh, tree to be successful or whatever. And what, what is the answer there, quickly? Is he the last of the Brule's tree? Because he was here in seven, either 77 or 78. He was not part of the Brule's tree. He was part of the well, Brule's Holtz, Holtz tree. That's right. exactly but right. Brule's was the athletic Yeah, if you want to right, give yeah. him credit. But the, the actual right. one, you do lineage of coaches, because you know, since right. I do the Brule's award, a lot of people of get confused. They thought he was under Frank Brule's, but he was under Lou Holtz. Which... So uh, if it's under Frank Brule's, then, then Jimmy would be the last one. Because yes. he was Brule's defensive coordinator the year that uh, Brule's retired. And we have Dan Hampton on every Friday. Had him on today. And of course, Jimmy yeah. Johnson was Dan Hampton's coach. How about yeah. that? Isn't that amazing? amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing that Dan Hampton made the Hall of Fame when he came to Arkansas as a 212-pounder. You know, and he it is the College Hall of Fame a long time ago. He's been in the NFL Hall That's of right. Fame. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let me ask. Yes. Okay, okay. you got to go one more, and then I'm going to start asking right. you questions. One other, okay. one other thing I want to point out, and I think appreciate John sending this text to me. Uh, tonight... Uh, and I should have mentioned this on our show today. Speaking of programs, Rick, in the state of Arkansas that are doing well, the UALR Trojans, the Little Rock Trojans wrestling team, was not even around, was not even a thing five years ago. They are ranked in the top 25 for the first time ever. Nationally? Nationally. Really? Uh, they are, they are uh, wrestling tonight against Arizona State, uh, who uh, I think is also in the top 25, at the Jack Stevens Center at 7 o'clock. If you go in and say... Hatcher Agency, they will they will let you in for free to be a part of that. It's a great story. It's a national story. I mean, ULR is, is wrestling in the Pac-12, which will will no longer be you know will be around after this year. But from five years, nothing. You got to give a lot of credit to Greg Hatcher for starting that program. But how about that success, Rick? In five years, they become a top twenty-five amazing. program in wrestling tonight against Arizona State. Pretty darn amazing. Yep. That is amazing. Yep. I have to say. Yep. Okay, my turn, because every Tuesday you start asking me questions that aren't necessarily. So let's just go back to David Basil. You probably don't get these questions on your show either. You grew up in Florida. Did you grow up either a Gator or a a Seminole fan? If you remember back in those days, Bobby Bowden had just arrived in Tallahassee in the late late 70s. So so I got a chance as as a late junior high in high school to see the great Ron Simmons, who ended up being a wrestler in the WWE. But that that team, and also, also, who was the who was the coach who filled in for Houston Nutt in the in the Cotton Bowl against Missouri as the interim co- head coach? Reggie Herring. Reggie Herring was a starting linebacker on those great Florida State teams that went up and beat Nebraska, beat Notre Dame, and put Florida State on the map. So, so since Tallahassee was closer, and they were actually doing better. I, and of course, you know Steve Spurrier and all those guys in Florida were a little bit, you know, a few years before that. Yeah. So I grew up more towards Florida State between the three. Jack, you know, Howard Sellenberger had not was not at Miami yet. Although when I was getting it was in high school, he recruited me down there. But so I probably would say more Florida State because that's when Bobby Bowden came on the scene. Okay. So then, how did Arkansas get you out of there? There was a uh, alumni from Arkansas and living in Panama City that wrote Lou Holtz and said. There is a linebacker down here that is a you know good student, a good young man. His team is ten and zero. They're the number one team in the state of Florida. I think you should take a look. That is the only reason I ever got a letter from Florida because that that alumni because they didn't recruit Florida back then. I think I was the first signee, Rick, since Pat Summerall wow. from the state of Florida, who was Pretty you know big gap. That's right, a huge gap. <laughs> Not that way anymore, but yeah. And so that was what. And so when I went up there, I was so. I sort of fell in love with this state and where I grew up in my block in Panama City. You had an Alabama fan on one house. You had, a, you had an Auburn fan. You had a Florida State fan. You you had Georgia Tech, Georgia. I came. I'm sort of reading all that. You know, back then the Democrat and the Gazette were in the newspaper war. Yeah. So this alumni down there just started sending me all the papers from both. You know, both those papers every week, and I was like, oh my gosh, look at the coverage. That the, that the state of Arkansas gives the Razorbacks. I didn't know there was a newspaper where I thought, my gosh, there's 20 pages of sports in two newspapers, and most of it's Razorback coverage. And so, 
that was my first introduction, and, and I, that was the case even without the war. They, it, they that's right, been, but even yeah. you know, it even ramped it up more when you had those two going toe to toe. But yeah, it was John right. Robert Starr and all that. But you had Orville Henry, so I knew. I thought, my gosh, if I if I came to Arkansas and achieve any kind of success, it would open up so many doors. After after I got out of school in the community in Arkansas and. You know, I prayed that God would send me to a place where I could do things in the community afterwards. And I'll be darned if, oh, yeah. if he did not bless me and do everything that I thought as a 16-year-old senior in high school that I was praying about. And uh, this is my home, and I, it's, I, I don't regret one moment not going to Florida State, not going to Miami, even though I won a national championship down there. But uh, the people of Arkansas, the state's been so good to me. Everything that I imagined has come true even more so. And so, but that's that was. I'm just blessed that there was an alumni down, a Razorback down in Panama City, Florida, that uh, alerted the Razorback staff. Okay, so people from Arkansas uh, flood to Destin and San Destin. You bet, Panama and City. Maybe even a little bit farther, all the way to Panama City. Was it like that when you grew up? We actually, uh, more Arkansas fans at that time, Arkansas folks, went to Panama City. Now you've got, you know, you've got, uh, well, people start at Gulf Shores, Alabama. A lot of them yeah. won't even go down to Panama City anymore. Yeah. They'll stop at Destin. But, yeah, it's, of course, you know, when I was growing up, you had more Alabama, Auburn. When I say Alabama, Auburn. But, but you would have Auburn, Georgia, Louisiana folks that would come down and be a part of the panhandle. You didn't have as many. But when I was in school, it, there were a ton of Arkansas that would come to Panama City. I guarantee if you polled half the audience that listens to drive time every day, there'd be a good chunk of folks oh, yeah. if they well, went they went to Panama City. But now they're sort of stopping short and say, although I'm biased, I think that the beaches are wider, the water is clearer. Maybe Damon can determine why that is uh, different down there. But I'm biased. But the, 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 the when you get to Florida, those Gulf Coast where the sand is white and the water is clear, uh, it's really uh, unique. Of course, now, you know, Arkansas recruits the state of Florida all the way down yeah. to Miami. You know, uh, the late Alex Collins, you look at that, you look at so many uh, other players that Arkansas will recruit out of the state of Florida where they used to not even go down there. I was a rarity at the time. I can remember the first time going to Destin, and I can remember the most recent time we've been. Major change in development, and that's really kind of what I was asking, is back in the late 70s, 80s, when you were growing up, was it nearly as developed as it is today? Yeah, boy, I tell you, it is, uh, I, you know, I'm disappointed when I go home, uh, Rick, because I see on the beach, I could drive down Highway 98 and see the water. Now you've got 40, 25-story condos, and it's so overdeveloped, and it's just so many people. That's why I go down to 30A, where they have restrictions on building, but that's just yeah. part of progress. We and, last summer, yeah. Yeah, of course, Jerry Jones has a place down on Destin, and there's so many Arkansans that have, you know, have made that their, their summer home, and so, you know, it, it's, listen, I, I'm blessed. It was always sort of neat when I was playing for the Razorbacks. I would say I'm from Panama City. Or Panama, and they go, oh, yeah, we go down there every year. We have Spinnaker, La Vila. We know all these places are Captain Anderson's and all that. So it was uh, and hard to believe, Rick. I've been milking my five-year career now for 40 years. <laughs> Nobody does it better than I do for 40 so, years now. So, okay, so you were a great interview back then. And of course, you were the most handsome guy on the team. <laughs> and so everybody, everybody knew that. And, oh, yes. Uh, but... <laughs> what were you major? What were you thinking about when you absolutely when you prayed about how you could be in the community? What were you thinking you wanted to do if you weren't going to be a pro football player when you did finish? You know, my parents did not go to college, so I didn't. You know, as much as I love them, the greatest parents in the world to me that they that they did not have really much college experience, so I didn't get much guidance from them. And in retrospect, you know, now what I do now, I've done obviously radio for twenty five years and TV for about the same. And so, it, you know, back then. There was no broadcast school at, at Fayetteville, so I just sort of I ended up getting a degree in education. You know, basically it was recreation, and I didn't know. And so, of course, it worked out because when I came out of school, I ended up opening the first Gold's Gym franchises in, in Little Rock in the state of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. But I really didn't have much guidance, and so I was I was really sort of lost in knowing what I wanted to do. Probably if I had to do it in retrospect, and it, again, I would probably do it, get a business degree. Although I started, I'll never get Rick in, the, in my freshman year. I had a Nigerian economics teacher and an Iranian finite math teacher and i was in big trouble because i could barely understand either one of them and so uh anyway but yeah so uh so now you know kids today have so much more choices and um but but yeah so i really didn't use my degree of course you know they say 50 to 75 percent of students don't use their degree right when they leave but but uh it's more about you know you know i tell you of all the classes i took the most important class i took in the five years in fayetteville was a summer class my either my junior or senior year it was a writing class and and our teacher made us write two essays 
I want to say a week because, you know, wow. those classes are, are condensed within a yeah, five-week right. period. So two five-page essays to shoot. So, so she made me become a better writer. And to this day, what I learned from that teacher helped me, helps me today write letters, draft an article or whatever. And to me, that was maybe the most important thing I learned. And, of course, if I had to go back and do it all over again, I would be. But it was crazy, too, Rick. You think of the, of the, the population of the school then, when I was there, which is about oh. 13,000 yeah. compared to what it is now, which is right at 30,000, it's completely different. So, you started with Goals Jim. How did you stumble? Did you stumble into doing radio and TV, or how did that happen? Well, you know, you mentioned, you know, I was always available to, to do interviews when I was a player. I, I, you know, I apparently had the ability to talk, run my mouth. And so the Dave, the Dave Woodmans <laughs> of the world and the Paul Leals of the world, and, yeah. you know, about that, Bob Holt had just started. Oh you know, gosh. how about that? You know, Wally Hall so he up there. Didn't mind his forty-six questions. <laughs> he didn't do that back then. He was a, he was about the same age I was when we. He was only a few years older than me. He just graduated college from Missouri, and so so I was a regular person with the media back then. You could you're allowed to talk. You're allowed to talk, you know, every day if you wanted to. You just remember, if somebody just come to you, Rick, I'd like no, to request. you were encouraged to. That's right. We, we went and got you. That's and you right. With it, and nobody ever said no. That's right. And so when I came down to Fayetteville, when I came down to Little Rock, uh, you know, Wally had the Wally Hall show and mm. invited me to be a co-host. And then I started showing up over here at the radio station with Randy. And Randy said, hey, love to have you. And so I was really maybe one of the first guys to take advantage of the Razorback background and connection to do media and so i'm really proud of all the guys since then like you know pat bradley and clint sterner and and matt jones and dj williams and all that and so uh of course you know that was sort of part of my deal when i when i left you know who knows again talking about god's plan that uh that that would be the case uh but i guess i, I i've learned to run my mouth for a long time and i hadn't stopped <laughs> God's plan somehow worked out for David Basil to be on with us tonight. We're grateful for that. You can call and ask questions if you'd like. This is pretty entertaining. But if you want to ask a question, 501-661-1037. We will be back right after this. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Guadney Chevrolet presents Devo Davis each week when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes. Guadney Chevrolet, just off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Or check out their selection of new and used vehicles at GuadneyChevrolet.com. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. 
which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. The team at Middleton Heat and Air has been voted Arkansas's best of the best in HVAC 25 years running, and we want you to join our team. If you're an experienced residential or commercial HVAC installer or technician, there's a place for you at Middleton. Stop by our hiring event at 22039 Interstate 30 in Bryant on Saturday, January 27th from 8 to 2, an interview with one of our commercial or residential managers. Call us now at 501-847-0371 to learn more. It's the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn January 26th to the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Featuring rattlesnake handling, a raptor display, chainsaw carving, tree stands, monster trucks, ATVs, UTVs, camo, and more. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, David, we got a couple callers, I think, coming in, but I did want to ask you, in light of what you said earlier, about taking advantage of five years at Arkansas for 40 years. <laughs> I asked Gino Bell to speak to some recruits last year, and Gino Bell said the parents he could see lit up when he said, because he came from Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, right. And he said, uh, he said, when you come to Arkansas, you're not coming for 40 years. You're coming for life. Yeah, And he talked about some of the things that you talked about. Uh, and so in light of that, my question would be, with NIL, Transfer Portal, all this other junk going on, yeah. what would you tell a young man who is considering coming to the University of Arkansas from another state? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. By the way, uh, uh, my, my good buddy, Cliff Henry, who was actually my host when I was a recruit up there, you remember Cliff Henry? Yeah, won of course, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was asking me the name of the alumnus in Panama City. It was Bob Pfizer, the Pfizer family in, in Arkansas that he was connected, that was the guy who, who wrote the U of A. I tell you, Rick, you know, my, my deal is, is that it's really easy to look at the money. It's easy to look at, you know, your eyes towards the NFL. But, but there's something to be said for your future after football. And so, you know, the problem is if, if your short-range vision is just about that, there's a good chance that you may overlook something that could be very valuable for the rest of your life because football is not going to last forever. That money is not going to last forever. But those relationships you have w- with a state, with the university, like for me, you know, it, it changed my life staying here in this state. And so I, I, it's difficult for a kid to do that now because they can go to four different schools in four years or, or more. I saw yeah. today I saw today where a kid was getting his ninth year, you know, down in, down <laughs> in, in Miami. Yeah, yeah. My, Miami. So, yeah, so I, I just don't know if that resonates with kids today, Rick, if they understand that that's a parental thing. The parents have to, to drill that in to go, it's not about money because this is, you know, you're going to make money. But I'm gonna tell you, four years now, you may not may make it a penny. You'll never, you know, the odds of you making the NFL are small. Even if you get there, you ain't gonna play long. What do you have at the end of the day after that? You know, what's valuable to you? And so, you know, community is valuable. You know, the, you know, people in the states valuable. The the rest of your life, I'm gonna promise you, your football career is gonna be at maybe a, another five years after college. Maybe if you get in the NFL, maybe six, maybe nine, maybe one, maybe none. What yeah. you can do after that. So there's value in where you live and connect to in a community. And, and I think we've devalued it because now it's become about money. It's become about where do I play? There's nothing to be said for what about what about the value of connecting to a community? It's not to say right. you can't be you can't be successful in, in another place, but I, I will say this is that there's you know, I hope parents are out there teaching their kids or giving these opportunities, listen. There's value in these states where you go, in these colleges. There's something to be said for that. Because I'm going to tell you what, Rick, you know what's sad? A lot of these guys who've been at four or five different places, they've never connected with the community. They've never connected, you know, maybe one year. And you can connect a little bit, but 
there's something to be said that when you say four or five years and you're dedicated, you know people, you know alumni. You know, these kids who come in here and play one year, you think they know about the history of Arkansas? And all? no, they they don't have enough time. They they're here for one year. They don't they don't learn that. So I hate that they're missing out on that. But I understand that you know college football probably will never be the same again. Probably never will. You're right. Okay. Well, Bruce Little Rock wants to talk to David Basil. So hi, Bruce. Thanks for calling. Hey, thank you. Hey, Rick, I talked to you last night about your Orioles, but I, I guess this could be really addressed to both of you because, uh, Rick, I know you did a lot of years in, in broadcasting, you know, in football and basketball and all that, um, and I've often wondered about this. Uh, I know all color guys and play, play guys can't be best friends. I know they disagree sometimes, but, David, I had just sent you a link to a Twitter article with Iron Eagle and his partner had really got into it on air. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, and I was wondering if you've seen it. It's like 12 years ago, but it's resurfaced somehow. No, yeah. I don't know about that. I just yeah. recently seen it. I, they played it like it was really recent. No, um, it, it has resurfaced, yeah, like, but it did happen several years ago. Is that legit, Rick? Oh, is, it? Okay. Yeah. Did, did they it really? Did okay. it, were, they laughed about it at the end. I was just wondering, were they really, were, were they really sort of bothered? I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't either. I guess yeah. my question is, Rick, I know you get along with everybody, but uh, surely there's got to be a lot more of that than we know about of, of guys just having to work together. I don't know. I'm Have trying to think. Okay, so I had the privilege in basketball of uh, working with Dave Woodman, <laughs> Sam Smith, Paul Eels, Mike Nail, and Chuck I have some real gentlemen. And so it was, never, those never. guys were easy to work with. Yep. But but here's one, and I, I hope Dave won't mind me telling this. So my first year to Arkansas was the 76-77 team that went 26-2. and Dave Whitman was famous for getting on officials. And uh, Matt Zimmerman does that a little bit these days, but not like Dave did. Not like Dave did, and I can remember. I can remember a game at Tulane. We were actually sitting up in the in the bleachers. They had this little table set up for us, so we're surrounded by Tulane fans. It's nickel beer night at Tulane, and Arkansas was down by 16 with like eight minutes to go. No three-point field goal, and they came back and won. This was a great team, Brewer, Moncrief, and Delph. And I remember David or Dave Woodman turned to me one time and says. Talking about a Tulane player, or no, Arkansas got called for walking. And so Dave says, walk? He didn't walk, did he, Rick? I said, yeah, Dave, he did. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me like, what? You just just disagreed with me on a call against Arkansas? But that was it. That was the only time. And, And other than that, I can't remember ever. Having a uh, and that was that was that was over quickly. Uh, you're, I mean, anyway. you're calling the same game and you're yeah. usually for the same team, so it's That's odd right. that you would have a disagreement. But it was, right. of course, that was a professional level game, That's if right. I'm not mistaken. That's right. That's They're right. neutral, neutral guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Now I can tell you, here's where it happened. I have no idea why the Southwest Conference did this, but you know, for years Arkansas got to have its own radio network. And it was the Exxon network for all the Texas schools. And originally that was because nobody cared about Arkansas, and until Coach Broyles got here, they weren't any good. So all of a sudden, Coach Broyles comes in, builds this great network of over 100 stations, including some in Texas. And so I want to say this was late 70s or early 80s. The Southwest Conference, they only did this for one year, but they incorporated Arkansas in... And what they did was, whoever was the home team, their home guy was the play-by-play guy, and the visiting team's play-by-play guy did the color. Oh, wow. So, oh, no. That's oh, yeah. That's yeah. So, in a game against Baylor, Dave South was doing Baylor's game then. He later became the voice of Texas A&M for many, many years. But he was doing Baylor's game. And Mike Nail was doing it with him. And... There are those that said they almost came to blows. Uh, you know that that was such a stupid idea to put you know the guys oh from the, each school because you know one guy's obviously wants his team to win and the other guy wants his team to win. Yes. So those were, there was nothing neutral about that at all. So that lasted one year, and I'm guessing that wasn't the only time that the announcers disagreed with each other. Well, thank you guys. 
You bet. Thanks for calling, Rick. Bruce. Rick, I was going to tell you real quick out, you know, because you, you mentioned Randy. I just talked to Randy during the break. He is back home from the hospital. Good. Still, still don't know what the issue is. It, it you know, uh, he he thought it could be several things like a, you know, appendicitis or kidney stone or whatever. But it may be a structural issue with his back still. But anyways, a lot of discomfort. So say a little prayer for Double R today. And um, but glad he, at least he's got. You know, as you said, we got him to the hospital and he's got him checked out. Yeah. Gentlemen, we have a very special guest on line very six. Special guest, okay. I'll let him tell you. Oh my okay. gosh, look at this guy, Tommy. Oh Lord. I was wondering if it'd be What's Tommy Smith. Listen, I woke up with this guy for what eighteen years, Rick, every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and and I did a show with Rick one day, and it was yeah. in the happiest moments of my life. I, I really did. But I heard you two on. I said, who's up next? Craig O'Neill and Ned Burney? <laughs> uh, What's up, Outlaw? What's wouldn't up? That'd be fun. Hey, Craig O'Neill. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just getting back from Dallas. Craig O'Neill, you just mentioned him. i got to tell you, I've still got his CDs. He he had some of the greatest calls ever where he would oh, prank yeah. call people. And uh, so, yeah, I, I miss that. Yeah. He was the best. Well, yep. Rick, I, I, I want to run this by you. You're too bad. They, uh, uh, Calipari just won his 400 game. They were talking about he was going to the Hall of Fame. How come it took over 800 wins by Eddie Sutton to get in? <laughs> I don't know. He never he, he never won a national championship, Rick, right. but that still shouldn't be. Yeah. He should have been in. Said, they yeah. went to the Final Four with uh, oh, two yeah. different schools. Yeah. All right. Cal- Calipari was at football. Who you got? Well, well, hold on. Was Calipari four hundred just at Kentucky, or surely he has more than that? He's got eight. Oh, he's got eight hundred over eight hundred wins. I think okay. uh, total. I think uh, yeah. Fourteenth yeah. at Kentucky. I think he's got. He's four hundred and one sixteen. Looks like oh, he's got okay. over eight hundred. Fourteenth on the Division One all time winning his coaches yeah. list. He had twenty eight twenty wins. Uh, tw- uh, twenty eight twenty win season. Eleven thirty win season. And five thirty five win seasons. But he's any of the okay. only guy that's had two Final Four vaca- vacated. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe true. Yes, I just thought Eddie got jipped. He did. He did. <laughs> All right, Final Four in football. Who you got this weekend? Well, I, I Kansas City's the team I like the most. I've got them but, too. I've got but them. I t- but I do like Josh Allen with Buffalo. To me, who whoever wins that game, I hope wins the Super Bowl. Although. Watching Lamar Jackson is about like watching those two, and if the Ravens won the Super Bowl, that that'd be okay with me. Hey, and then you got to look at the Lions. I didn't even realize they'd ever won the NFL championship, but I guess they did in 1957, mm-hmm. and it's been a long time for them. So it'd be, it'd yes, be nice to see them, them win. Yep. Yeah. And let's see the other. Yeah, game, Green Bay at San Francisco and Houston at Baltimore. Be fun to, Green Bay got no credit for beating Dallas. Yep. It's all about how lousy That's the right. Cowboys That's are. That's right. Yep. So, uh, even though I like the 49ers, I think I'd be fun to see the Packers win that game. I but I don't do. think they will. I don't think they will. No. I just I heard you guys on the roll into town. Thought I'd give you a buzz and tell you what a treat <laughs> it is to hear you guys. Well, Tommy, he was just talking. He was just voice. Tommy. He was just talking about tripping you up one morning. I yeah. remember when he had about the boomerang song. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. But I'll bet Tommy All knows right, who sang uh, it Rick, now. Who did the orig- <laughs> Rick, who did the original locomotion? Oh, Little Eva. And and oh. all the other and all the other ones beyond that. I mean, I know the Grand Funk Railroad's done it. Look at and, you! Uh, wow. There's, there, oh, there's a, there's a girl that sang it in like the late nineties. She was really good, but Little Eva was the best. Tommy, when we've had him, we have him on every Tuesday morning. You know, it's not just about sports. He knows his pop culture. We've been really impressed. <laughs> hey, y'all have a good weekend. Thanks, Tommy. You too. Thanks for calling. Hey, guess who else is about to call us? Who's that? Robert from the Gangster Museum in in Hot Springs. Robert Rains. You so, betcha. Robert, you hang on, and we'll visit with you when we come back on Drive Time Sports. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. 
It's time for the 42nd Annual Arkansas Marine Expo, Arkansas's premier boat show. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Statehouse Convention Center in Little Rock. Ski boats, bass boats, wake and surf boats, party barges, all on display and at discount show prices. And you could win a new $11,000 Sea-Doo Spark personal watercraft, courtesy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Bradford Marine and ATV, and BRP. $10 for adults, children 12 and under free. Don't miss Arkansas's premier boat show. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Statehouse Convention Center in Little Rock. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 659 8080. That's 1 800 659 8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 659 8080. That's 1 800 659 8080. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets a Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1 800 522 4700 for problem gambling helpline. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Five Times Sports. David Basil with us for another segment. I'm Rick Schaefer, and we've got Robert from the National Gangster Museum in Hot Springs. <laughs> and so, Robert, what do we owe this pleasure? Well, I tell you what, boys, you guys probably, uh, for the life of the Gangster Museum of America, you've probably been some of the most important people involved in it. And you didn't even know it, but. Rick, I, I probably told you this when you were down here for baseball. And by the way, Tom Pagnasi came into the museum today and took a Did he? Uh, right. yeah, well, hey, now, by guy. the way, Robert, I, I've been back. You invited me to a, a baseball weekend one time. I've been back three times since, and I've never seen you there. And then I've gone to yeah, your museum, well, and you, you, know, you weren't in I'm there doing either. I've a lot of uh, documentary work now, and, and, you know, Costner's come into my life in the last five years. So, you know, I've got a lot of other things going on but nevertheless tommy and david and crawford back in the in the day 16 years ago wow had me on the radio at the convention center because there was no one else in town it was a state <laughs> basketball championship yeah and and no one could get in the coaches couldn't get in so steve harrison said hey can you come down and talk to these guys they don't have anything to talk about so I said, well, we're not really open yet. Y'all are just building in 2007, I think, late 2007, early 2008. And went in there, and we had a good time there that day. And I still have people <laughs> telling me to this day, hey, I heard you on the bus talking about the state <laughs> basketball. 
That was, yeah, you, uh, Rick, he came in there and had not opened and just started blowing people away with all the, the gangster history. And, yeah. And you're right, we, we were proud to be a part to help you get that thing started. Now it's obviously become, obviously, a staple, oh, man, staple of Hot Springs. Yeah. into the buzz for life. So. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, people need to know, and here's what hooks me on going there, is they've got a room that's all base, all baseball pictures. That's right, that's and, right. And I oh, have to tell yeah. you, so, Robert, you'll appreciate this. I've got my doors closed to my office. They're glass doors. As soon as I open them and stand up, I look around the corner, and there are um, posters of Shoeless Joe Jackson, Satchel Paige, and Ted Williams, all of which were purchased at your museum. Oh, and that's, those are great. that's great to know. That yeah. is really great to know. Uh, yeah. I appreciate that. And, you know, other than my old pal from years ago, Jim Elder, when it comes to Rick, you, and David, and Tommy, y'all are the fat men left alive. Mm. And, uh, of course, I've never known anybody like Jim Elder. No, but, no. I mean, he was uh, a, a true encyclopedia. Of did you well, did you ever go to Jim's figures. office? Did you ever go to Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. So the first time I got there, I went there. He says, look at this, look at this. He opens up a... Um, I don't. I want to say closet. It's one of those things. It's kind of like a closet, and I think he had every sporting news from the last forty years in there. And I'm thinking, wow, what? When do you look at these things? <laughs> it was amazing all the stuff he kept. Well, I think he had a photographic memory, so yeah. he, he probably didn't have to refer to them much unless he just <laughs> wanted right. to fact check himself. Interesting, uh, interesting story, Rick and uh, Robert. We, uh, we, a uh, group of us Razorback football players, flew down to Hot Springs for an FCA basketball game, a charity deal. Mm. And we got, we flew into Hot Springs, and got off the plane, and this this guy came up and shook it. Came over, so nice, so gracious, and shaking our hand. And you remember Carl Miller, uh, Rick? Yeah. He was oh, running yeah. back oh, yeah. out of Pine Bluff, and sure. I said, I said, do you know who that is, Carl? He said, No, I don't, David. Who is it? I said, That is the great Stan Musial. Oh, and he, wow, he said, really? he said, Stan Mukel? I said, no, Stan Musial, Carl. Oh, <laughs> but he was, he was so. What was he doing there? He was in for the races. He had flown in for the races uh, and had come over and greeted us. I was thinking, you know, that was, I'll never forget meeting Stan Musial there. And the, oh but that just shows gosh. you that, you know, the history of that town with gangsters yeah. and, and baseball and, yeah. uh, listen, uh, actors and boxers. It was Vegas before there was a Vegas. I mean, that That's was right. the place to go. And so much cool history. And you're part of that, helping spread the story about that, Robert. I appreciate that, and uh, you know, I, I spoke at the uh, Mob Museum a couple of years ago, and I was a little uh, antsy about talking about the fact that in 1931, Las Vegas had 5,000 people and no multi-story buildings because they were building the Boulder Dam, which became the Hoover Dam. Hmm. And in the same year, we had 20-something high-rise hotels and uh, millions of dollars of gambling, even though it was illegal, <laughs> and the this old ex-senator told me, he said, we shouldn't have been worried about that because we all, all the old-timers here consider Hot Springs the mother of Las Vegas. Wow. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> it's still a great place to visit. I love the baseball trail. I still yep. like that. I've seen them, but I still like to go read them again and again and again. And, and I will definitely be down there. I'm assuming the baseball weekend will be in August again, so I'll definitely baseball be there. Baseball's going to be. Tom's going to be. Pagnosi's going to be part of it, I think, this year. And, oh, good. Uh, we'll be ready. And just coming, uh, you know, after the center of totality. We'll be right here April 8th. So, Enfield is open at Oakland for the uh, solar eclipse. <laughs> oh, that's that's right. a big thing, man. I tell you, Rick, you wouldn't believe. It. I mean, it's, uh, I Arcan know. Arkansas I is, is really there's there's several places that say are some of the best. Right, Damon? Some of the best spots in America are right here in Arkansas for that. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, How long does it last? Five minutes? I know. No, it's not even that long. It's probably thirty seconds or a minute. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I we're know. all going to come to Hot Springs on April eighth well, for uh, thirty seconds. Yeah, that's it. it. It's just getting ready for it, and then partying after it's over with. So it'll be dark <laughs> for about a minute. Good grief! I know. Wow. I thought this, I thought the same thing. You go to a hotel, you spend all that money, it's, it's over in about sixty seconds, or I don't oh know, maybe a minute God. or two. But People yeah. will chase just about anything it's, these it's days. It's a big deal. It's a big That's deal. Less than oh, the yeah, Kentucky the Derby. Yep. Out, uh, <laughs> I know. At the Oakland Infield, tenth will be up. We got a band out there. Dino's playing out there. My buddy Tommy Priacos and. Uh, Oh, it's uh, we're expecting a little over a million people that day here. The museum's 
totally booked up for the four days with bus tours and everything else going on. All hotels are booked. Who knew? So, Who knew? Hey, it's too bad Pretty John great. Denver's not alive. He could come sing Sunshine on My Shoulders. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you well, go. You guys, hey, what a great show you've had today. Uh, I mean, starting with Trey Biddy on. What a fantastic show. Miss Randy, but I hope he gets better. Say a little prayer for him tonight. Yeah, I think exactly. uh, You guys carry on, man. You're doing great and keeping us going. All right, Robert. Robert. Thanks a lot. Good guy. Thanks a lot. You know, Robert was nice enough. He invited me to one of those baseball weekends. I, I didn't know a whole lot about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that was back when uh, Mike. Oh, I'm going to forget his life. He's he, he was the in the Chamber of Commerce. He did a lot of stuff. He kind of helped start the baseball trail. Right. And so he drove me around all these places, and it, and he's he passed away a couple years ago, and it was just a a great experience. And so I go back. Last well, year, Wade Boggs. Oh yeah, they, they listen. They bringing uh, uh, Goose Gossage has been there before. Yeah, Ferguson, right. Ferguson Jenkins has been there before. Oh, one, of, I love one of my him. one of my favorite things there. I know you know where it's at. Is where Babe Ruth stood yeah, at home plate. Alligator Farm. Alligator Farm. And yeah. I and I've actually stood at the home plate area to look at that to yeah. see the distance. I Mike, have too. Yeah, sure. it, it, that is a long way. It is a long way if he hit that ball that far. Yeah. It was it was four hundred plus well, feet, right? Oh no no no, 450, well, 500, well 500, 500, yeah. maybe it's five hundred. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well over five hundred because uh, Mickey Mantle has the longest home run that they've charted in a real major league game, and that was like five hundred and fifteen feet uh, at where the Washington Senators play, and so this one went further than that. And it's interesting. I don't know how they marked it because if the alligators were in there, <laughs> I know. Who went and who went and marked the spot with all the alligators? I, there? I, I, I wish that they would they would redo. Obviously, it's a parking lot now because part of that stand the, the stands are still there on the side of the mountain. Barely, and, yeah. But yeah. I just I love that story. By the way, everybody's texting me. Mike Dugan is who you Mike were talking Dugan, about. Yeah, thank yes. you very much. He yeah. is a sports information director at what Henderson, and uh, just a great guy. And he really helped start get that started. I think it's Steve Arrington, the Chamber of Commerce guys, kept it going. Absolutely fantastic job. Great history. So, uh, well, amazing yeah. history. Amazing history that people still don't. Yeah. A lot of people still don't know about. Yeah, and one year I went down there, and the, actually the Baseball Hall of Fame at Cooperstown sent a, uh, I think, fifty photos uh, to allow them to use inside the convention center there. Yes. Just yes. absolutely fascinating photos. So I just say, anybody that loves baseball. When you find out the dates on this, they're probably already established. I'll have to look. You, you ought to go. Yep. It's just terrific. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. I don't know if you're a baseball guy or not, David. Oh, I, I, listen, I love the history, and it's so unique. And it's, uh, again, that town is so, it's such a special town. It's Vegas before Vegas, baseball, gangsters, uh, the great actors, the great boxers, everybody went there. The great Rick Schaefer has even been there. What do you say? Not about that. Well, hey, thanks for bailing me out tonight, David. Oh, what a, a deal. It was a blast, Rick. Always an honor to be with you. We love having you on Tuesday mornings. Hopefully, Rick, uh, Randy will be better, you know, in the next couple days. Absolutely. Randy, get well. And David, I'll talk to you Tuesday morning. Sounds great, Rick. And we hope you'll join us Monday for Drive Time Sports. We're the original social media you don't need a smart device for. But we'll also meet you there, too. 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood.